2021, we did it. We did it. We're here. We did it. It feels good. Yeah, it does. It feels good to to, to be here. The great thing about 2021 is it's all make-believe. <laughs> all the same stuff from just a couple days ago is still here. Yeah, but there's a hope of a new year, so... Hmm. Yeah, let's be uh, optimistic. I'm just saying... <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Welcome everybody to the Laugh and Be Blessed podcast. I'm your host Jake Rubel, and with me, luckily, because it's been a good bit, is my beautiful wife Chia. Hello. Why were you mouthing Chia as I, I said know. Chia? Did you think I forgot your name? Yeah. No, to, I don't know. You don't have to like tell me everything I have I'm to do. Chia. Yeah, I get it. Well, guys, I know it's been a while, but you know what? Uh, a lot has happened. Uh, I think October was the last time we recorded an episode, so it's been a couple months. But mm-hmm. um, every time that we started to sit down and record an episode, something happened. Uh, one of us got COVID, <laughs> or one of us had to go to work, or one of us had to go on the road. Something kept p- coming up. But we decided, we, you know, we don't really do New Year's resolutions. No. Not really. We, the only New Year's resolutions we ever do is a reading goal every yeah. year. That's it. We'll get into that later. We never really do New Year's resolutions or anything like that. But this year, I we talked about it. We're like, you know what? Every Sunday, let no matter what, let's just make sure that we do one. If I'm on the road, then I will just, we'll Skype. We'll yeah, figure it out. We'll figure it out. We'll make sure that every Sunday, no matter what, we're doing an episode. Or I'll just do it alone. You know, it's fine. Usually, <laughs> whenever Chi is not around, it's... Uh, I almost got perverted. <laughs> I almost said I do it alone. But <laughs> I'll edit that out. Maybe. No. <laughs> That'll stay. I don't like editing. It wouldn't have been perverted unless you said that. Well, you I... You take it that way. I, I, well, I'll take it anyway, is what I'm saying. <laughs> That's, that's, oh, it's so good to laugh. We're so blessed. We are blessed. Uh, It's been a crazy time for us. It's been, uh, Chia got a vaccine since we last talked. How do you feel about that? Oh, good. You feel great? I feel so good. No issues whatsoever. No. No, you didn't have any of the, it's funny because I see all, like, the news reports are saying, like, this person had an issue with it, and it's like, well, they just had an allergic reaction. That happens to a lot of people. Or an adverse reaction, I mean. Isn't that the same thing? No, it's not. What's the difference between... You don't... No, here's... You get this look on... This smug look on your face. You do. Whenever it comes to anything like this, you get this smug look on your face like, Oh, honey. (laughs) Let me tell you. So what's the difference between... So, typically with an allergic reaction, you're going to have itching, hives, uh, possible swelling of the throat. That's the things we look at. An adverse reaction is, and these are expected adverse reactions, you, with this vaccine, you might get aching, a fever, just general not feeling well. The same symptoms you would have with the flu or possibly some of the symptoms you get with COVID. Here's the difference between it. Just because you have symptoms doesn't mean you have it. Like, uh, I know a lot of people, when they get the flu vaccine, they'll say, oh, it gave me the flu because they got a fever and they got the aching and everything. They didn't get the flu. Because if you have the flu, that means you're contagious and you can give it to someone else. You just got 
some adverse reactions, but it wasn't an allergic reaction. I have a lot of people who'll come in and say they have had a allergic reaction to a medication. I'm like, okay, so what happened? Oh, when I take it, it just makes me like real jittery. That's not an allergic reaction. It's an adverse reaction. It, it means, yeah, don't take that medication if it, if it's always bothering you, but it's not an allergic reaction can be really serious. You know what's funny? So that's the difference. I can tell that it really irritates you when people use those two interchangeable. It does. It because really does. you get this look on your face the same way I do when people say venomous and poisonous yeah. as the same thing. I'm like, they're not the same yeah. thing. No. They're like, that's a poisonous really snake does. right there. I'm when, like, it's not that. When people say allergic reaction, I'm like, oh gosh, like uh, let's be careful because if you have an allergic reaction to something and you keep exposing yourself to that thing, Mm -hmm. it can get worse and worse. And we don't want to cause you to get anaphylactic shock eventually. Mm. You just like throwing out big words. (laughs) You know what that is. (laughs) Yeah, it's a thing. It's a thing. It's an allergic reaction where your throat swells up, right? Yes, exactly. See, I didn't even have to go to nursing school for this stuff. And I just got it. It's crazy. So here's here's the thing, everybody. She got the first shot. Mm -hmm. She's going to get the second shot in a couple weeks. I've not gotten any shots because I don't have to. No. Um, I'm not a frontline worker. Yeah. They're doing it for the frontline workers, people. And, and I, I like that because then Chia is my guinea pig. <laughs> if Chia starts foaming at the mouth or talking in her sleep more than she does now, mm-hmm. then I'll know something's going on. Chia talks in her sleep. <laughs> Just so everybody knows. Chia, and, it's, and Roman does too now. <laughs> I don't do it too often. Not like you used to. No. Because you're so tired now. Yeah. Like you just pass out. (laughs) But Roman started talking to sleep. Jasmine was telling me. Oh, yeah. She's just like, I don't like whenever Roman stays in my bedroom. It's freaking me out. He's (laughs) just talking to sleep and he sleeps with his eyes open a little. He's creepy. I don't know. We've been having a lot of fun, though. Like, um... Let's just recap 2020, should we? Yeah. Should we just it. do like a recap of 2020 because Roll it, it was a horribly blessed year? Yes. And I know that doesn't make any sense, but here's here's the thing. Uh, my comedy career started pretty much in 2020. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I say career very loosely. <laughs> it's hard to say that this is a job, but it's true. Uh, it, it, you know, in October of 2019... I quit my job and went full-time into comedy. And um, I couldn't make money, so I drove Uber. <laughs> so, But it was the comedy was 100% just my focus. That's what I was going to do. And then 2020, things were looking really good. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, boom, you know, everything was shut down. I could have completely just stopped doing comedy, decided that I didn't want to do this stuff anymore, um, there is a lot of, of things I could, I just remembered I didn't call somebody back. Oh. That's why I looked at my phone. <laughs> it was Evan. Oh. Uh, crap. Anyways, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I lost my train of thought. <laughs> this happens a lot. Oh, I could have just gave, given up, just been like, okay, well this is, I just won't do this. And I almost did because whenever everything happened, I was at home for like three months and whenever I say at home, like, I didn't leave. Yeah. Like, at all. Me and the kids just stayed home. There was a time period for three weeks straight. Like, when you say you didn't leave, you literally didn't even go off the property. Right. Like, not even a quick run to the nope. grocery store, the feed store, anything. Like, I did all of that. Yep. Uh, and in that time, speaking of feed store, I started a farm. Uh, I got our chicken coop built, uh, our rabbit hutches, you know, ready to go. We ended up uh, starting with just a couple of chickens, and, uh, you know, I, I, I did a big garden, and by now, you know, by the end of the year, now we have, uh, 
Well, we have 24 chickens now. Mm-hmm. We had 26, but we lost two today, unfortunately. But that's part of it. Yep. Um, so we have 24 chickens and four rabbits. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, and our garden uh, is, is prepped. It's going to look great next year. I'm very excited about it. We just had, like, we just started a farm. Like, yeah. you know, so that's a huge plus in 2020. Mm-hmm. We we started a farm, and we kind of started working out a deal with a friend of ours that now we also get um, pork from his pigs. Mm-hmm. So we get, I have to go pick up half of a pig tomorrow from the butcher. That's great. Yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah. And that now we're working, we're talking to somebody about maybe beef. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so that's great things that happened in 2020. That's, you know, those are huge, big goals that we had. Huge, big goals. Those are just huge, big goals. Huge, big goals, not little at all. <laughs> and we met them, and that's great. But then things kind of slowly started opening back up, and then I had a dis- decision. Like, am I going to continue to try to, to pursue comedy, or am I just going to stay home? Well... Staying home would probably suck, <laughs> so uh, I kept at it, and I had a great time doing comedy yeah. last year. Some big things happened. Um, I'm very excited about this year. I think some big things are going to happen this year. Mm-hmm. I've already got some stuff lined up. I'm excited about that, um, and we'll kind of get into that. We'll kind of get into that a little bit later, um, but uh, I don't know. Maybe I don't know. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, so, and then with Chia, you know, she, uh, oh. you, you, you had, uh, had a year, like you I started a, a new job. So I started as a nurse in October of 2019. And that's when, you know, me and Jake had the discussion that since I was going to be making more money, he could go ahead and pursue his dreams. He let me pursue mine. Now he's pursuing his And I started off as a rehab nurse, rehab as in like physical therapy, occupational therapy, and I absolutely love it. It's a very rewarding job. Then COVID hit, and they shut my unit down for a while, so I had to go work on the med surge unit, and that was a little scary, Uh, but the people on that unit took very good care of me. Then my unit opened back up, and I thought, oh, we'll go back to rehab. Well, it was half rehab, half med surge. And then not too long ago, a couple months ago, it became a full med surge unit. Uh, If you don't know what a med surge unit is, it is medical surgical. So we just get a hodgepodge of everything. We're not a specialty unit like a heart unit or a neuro unit or something. We get all kinds of things. And it was very scary going from being a rehab nurse to a complete med surge nurse. I think I'm doing okay. I'm told I, I am. I think you're doing great. <laughs> I hear really, really good things. You get awards all the time. You're always getting praised at work. I think you're doing a fantastic job. I hope so. But then you also decided that you were going to work at a nursing home. Yeah. You did that for a minute, too. Yeah, a minute. Yeah, that a was minute. not for you. That, that wasn't for me. But God yeah. bless everyone who does. I'm so thankful for you. That is a... Working in nursing homes is a hard, hard job. Yeah, it was just... Yeah, she just didn't want to do it. And, you know... Um, a lot of stuff happened, uh, but, uh, let's, let's kind of like go fast forward to the last time that we really, really record. I think the last time we recorded, we was right after the Dusty Slay show at yeah. Gutty's Comedy Club. Yeah. Um, that was, that was a great show. <laughs> Since then, Gutty's Comedy Club has actually moved locations. Mm-hmm. Um, that's something I'd like to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, then talk about it. Go I, I'm gonna. Do it. Is that cool? Go for it. Well, you're my co-host. I encourage you. Would you like to host the co with me? Uh, can I micromanage the host of the co-host? You can 
co-micromanage. Uh, so we, to get, to get to the gutties, move to a new location. This year, last year, sorry, la- 2020, we decided we were not doing Christmas. Mm-hmm. We were not going to do traditional Christmas. We were not nope. going to spend, uh, we just have my mom, my dad, my uncle, Chia's mom. Like there's so many different places that we have to go. It gets really, really hectic. It gets super stressful. And then there's always people we don't want to see. Mm-hmm. And whenever I say we don't want to see them, you know, if you've listened to any of the previous podcasts, our life is all about being as stress-free as possible and just creating an atmosphere of peace. And there's just certain people that rob us of our peace. Mm-hmm. And we just decided, you know what? We've worked very, very hard to get to this place where we are now where we're very mm-hmm. peaceful and we're, you know, I wouldn't say stress-free, but we definitely manage stress way better yeah. And we literally cut out everything we possibly can that doesn't give us all, peace. All toxic things, including Gone. people. Yep. So we were not going to be around those people this year. We, we made the decision that that's not what we're going to do, and it was going to hurt people's feelings, but oh well. Uh, you know, it was, COVID, it was us. we wanted to try to not... Yeah, be around as many people as possible. Yeah. yeah. Um, sure, that's why you wanted to. That had <laughs> nothing to do with my decisions whatsoever. So we were like, okay, well, this is what we're going to do. And plus, what you just said makes no sense, because we were going to go to Disney World for... Yeah, but we weren't going to the parks. We had already decided that. That's true. So we so, so we got a campsite at Disney World in Orlando, mm-hmm. and we were going to take our camper down. We were going to stay in the campsite. Um, I decided, personally, that we weren't going to go into the parks, because I was worried about COVID. I was. I was just like, it's just not a Your decision. Your decision alone. It was. You wanted to go into the parks. You were mm, all for it. Yeah. You was. No, I wasn't. You were for going into the parks. You wanted to go into the parks. I wanted to, but I knew it wasn't a wise decision. Don't you ask but if like, I, no, because no, no, if I would have no. said, if I would have said, let's go into Hollywood Studios, you would have been like, yeah, you're right, let's do it. No, I would not have. Yeah, you do whatever I want. What? You are my puppet. <laughs> they you all, just dance. They all know well enough. You just dance. That's right. You puppet. If that's what you want to think, baby, go ahead. <laughs> you live in your fantasy world, honey. You do it. So together as a couple, we made the decision to not go into the parks. And <laughs> is that better? Yes. So. Uh, Meaning he listened to me. Two days before we're about to leave. Two days before we're about to oh, leave. Hold on. Can I, can I just say the whole plan that, that we were going to do? Oh, yeah. You cut me off. Yeah. I was going to do that. So okay. we were, we were going to, what we were going to do, no parks. We we're going to go to the campsite, set up, and then we we're going to go, um, we we're just going to eat and lounge around. We were going to go to Disney Springs to sh- go shopping. And instead of Christmas presents, we were going to give the kids like $200 a piece, which is great. That, I mean, if I was a kid, that'd be dope. We had a couple of our friends that were going down too. We were we were super stoked to hang out with them. Um, things were g- going to be great. Is was there anything I missed? Yes, there was. What? That's right. So I had twelve nights off of work planned all together. Oh, I, I see what you mean. I had been working really hard for this. So the beginning is I was going to come home, and my very first or like my first or second night off, I was. Well, I hadn't gotten to that point yet. Hold on, I was going to take myself out. And have a date by myself. I was going to go out to lunch by myself. I was going to go get a spray tan and just do some things, like self-care things that I haven't done in a long time. And then spend a few days packing, and then we were going to go on our trip. 
And now you can finish. Well, Because there, so, there was something happened that before we left. Right. <laughs> but I was just trying to remember if I got the phone call before the vet thing or after. Mm, I think. It was... It was before. I think it, it was before. No, 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 it was after. It was after. So the first day that Chi is off work. So we've had this dog, Wishbone. We've had him for, what, five years? We've had him for three or four years. Okay, so we've had him for three or four years. My mom had him for at least a year before that. My mom got a dog from the pound for my little brother. Turns out my mom was allergic to this dog, so she had to get rid of him. So she gave the dog to my niece. Well, my niece was in a situation where she couldn't really take care of him because of the, the place where they were living. He just, I think it was in the city, and it, there was just no real room for him or anything. So then they gave him back to my mom, and my mom didn't know what to do. So she was going to give him back to the pound because um, she just didn't know what else to do. So me and Chia, we were like, well, well, we'll just take him. He's an old dog. He was oh, a... Jack Russell Terrier. He was a Jack Russell Terrier. He was very old. He was... Going blind, his teeth were rotting out of his head. Like he had, yeah, he had problems. So we were like, "Well, we'll just take him." And uh, we thought for sure we'd have that dog for maybe a year, and And then he would have, yeah, and then he would die. So fast forward four years later, Mm -hmm. we're all very attached to this dog, uh, and he he runs the house. We have living his best life. Yeah, he does whatever he wants. We live on like. Around 11 acres, he runs free out here. Every now and then, he'll leave the property, and people will think that he's like a stray or something and pick him up, and then that's a whole headache and annoying. And it's just like, look, he he's okay. He's our dog. He's just running around. It's fine. And, and we I have understand. other dogs. We don't let them do yeah, this. He's it, an he, old man. He's, he's an little. old man. We wanted him to, to... And I know a lot of people were like, well, he could have got hit by a car. He could have done this. Well, he didn't. No. I mean, I'm sorry. I grew up without my dogs being chained up all the time. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, it, yeah, I know it happens sometimes, but it just... Anyways, shut <laughs> up. What I'm saying is, Wishbone Judgers. did whatever he wanted. We tried to be as good as possible to this dog because we knew that he was in his golden years. Um, Chia gets off work. And, uh, he's well, been, he's the been day before... He's been for about a month. Th- yeah, he's, he's been... He's losing weight. Is what's going on. He's losing a lot of weight, and he's gone completely blind and almost completely deaf. We thought it was his food. We kept switching foods around. Well, we went from dry fruit food to wet food, and he loved it. Yeah. He ate it up. It was good. We're like, okay, well, he'll put on some more weight now. Well, like two or three days later, uh, he's not eating anything. This is Chia's first day. uh, Or no, it's the day before her first day off work. So she's got to go to work at, at night. And she's checking him, and she's like, oh, honey, his teeth are, like, bad. Like, yeah. really bad. So she calls, like, they were so bad, like, they and were. this was my, I had just got off work. This was my first night off, but I hadn't been to bed yet. It was a Friday. Oh, I thought it was the day before. No. It doesn't, it, we're, we're focusing on the wrong part <laughs> of the story. She is first day on her 12-day stretch. First day on her vacation. She comes home, wishbone's not eating, he's not drinking anything, and his teeth are literally falling out of his head. To where it's it's very gross, and we feel very bad for him. So Chia calls the vet. The vet's like, uh, yeah, go ahead and bring him in, and uh, we'll check him out. You know, maybe we can just give him some antibiotics for his teeth, get, him, you know, get you a meal plan, everything. So Chia takes Wishbone in. The vet looks at him, and is like, yeah, it could definitely be his teeth, but let's do some, some, some blood work anyways and figure out what's going on with him. Well, it turns out he's in kidney failure mm-hmm. and has been for some while, but... They won't 
some while, some time. That's how that saying for goes. Some time, yeah. That they, they can be in kidney failure for a while with no seventy five percent. Yeah, with no symptoms. With no symptoms, and then all of a sudden, like all the symptoms, just like boom, come on, and that's yeah. what happened with him. So, long story short, we have to put Wishbone down. Chia's first day on her 12-day vacation. We've got to put this dog down. Chia doesn't even like Wishbone, right? We were not friends at first. They were not friends. And now I'm attached to him. And same thing with me. Like, we... Jasmine was the only one in the house that really loved that dog in the beginning. And then we all fell in love with him. He was a grumpy old man. There was nothing not to love. He was hilarious. (laughs) He would punk... The big dogs. The Mastiffs and the Great Danes that we have. He would punk them. Like, it was hilarious. They were all scared of him. So, um, so we had a schedule. She, she brings him home. We all love on him one last night. And she's got to take him back the next day and put him down. So we go in together. We put the dog down. Very sad. <laughs> you know, awful. like, we're crying. It was, it was a horrible time. We hate that we had to do that. And then, uh, and then I get a phone call or a text, um... I don't think it was that same day. I think it was the next day. Mm-hmm. So this is like two days before we leave um, for Orlando. I get a text from Dusty Slay. And he's like, hey, man, I'm going to be in Alabama this weekend. Uh, are you free to feature for me? Well, we're going to Orlando. And we were supposed to be in Orlando Tuesday, Wednesday. Thir- we are leaving Tuesday. Tuesday. We were going to get there Wednesday and spend Wednesday, Thursday, Friday night there. And leave sometime Saturday. Like, and the first show is in Alabama Saturday night. So I tell Chia, I can't miss this opportunity. Like, Dusty's my favorite comedian. He's the funniest guy I've ever met. And not just that, but I really enjoy hanging out with him. So I was like, well, I can't miss this opportunity. So I told him, absolutely, I'll be there. So then our plan was, we're going to go to Orlando. We're going to drive down to Orlando in the with the camper, with the kids. We're going to unpack. We're going to hang out for just a couple days. We're going to pack back up, leave about six o'clock in the morning in Orlando, drive uh, to Huntsville. Al- yeah, to drive Huntsville. to Huntsville, Alabama. Have Chia drop me off at the hotel. Her and the kids would stay in the hotel with me that night. Then the next day they would they would drive home because I've got to get my COVID vaccine. Because she has on to get Monday. her vaccine on Monday, so she can't stay the whole weekend. So then I would stay in Alabama. Chia would come home. I would do the shows, uh, two shows Saturday, two shows Sunday, one, one show Monday, and then she would come pick me up Monday night or Tuesday morning. Mm-hmm. I was like... <laughs> we were like, we'll make it work. We can make it work. This is my job. This is what I have to do. We're going to make it work. So, we're all, we're, we're very excited. It's going to be a great time. We, uh, we all pack up. We leave. We get halfway through Kentucky, and Holden starts throwing up like crazy. And I'm in big denial. I'm like, maybe it's just car sickness. He ate junk yesterday. All he ate was junk for breakfast. Let's stop for a healthy, um, real meal lunch. Right. So then we go to Applebee's, and we're like, okay, well, let's 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 get some Applebee's. Get some protein. Get some veggies in us. We we try to pick a place where there wasn't a lot of people, just in case he was sick, sick. Mm-hmm. Which he, he didn't have COVID. I mean, no. we knew he didn't have COVID, but we were just worried like maybe he's got. Like a we didn't know bug. what was going on. Anyways. So we chose a place that was close by. There was like no one there. We went in. Uh, we 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 got the food. Uh, we left because Holden wasn't. He still wasn't feeling good. So it just didn't work. Yeah. Stomach pain. And- so I was like, okay, well, let's just get a hotel. Let's stay the night here. We'll see if he feels better, and then we'll just move on. So now we have to like. Now we have to try to quarantine this kid. 
Uh, not again. He's got no COVID symptoms. No. He's just got like a stomach bug symptom. But we don't want him getting anyone else sick. So we get a hotel. We go to the hotel room. He's got to sit in the hotel room. He gets sick there a couple more times. And it was like midnight, and I just looked at Shane and was like, I'm calling it. Yeah. We can't We can't go tomorrow. So then we had to turn around the next day and drive back home. By the way, he didn't throw up again. He didn't he throw up. Yeah, <laughs> he was completely fine afterwards. So that's parenting. Yeah. You know? Like, if we would have went, though, someone would have got sick. Him or one of the other kids. A hundred percent. That's just how it would have been. But went. my biggest thing was we had 12 more hours to go. Mm-hmm. Even though he didn't throw up, he still didn't feel good the next day, yeah. all day. And I was like, man, I'm not going to force this kid to stay in the car for 12 yeah. hours feeling like yeah. this. And we got a refund from Disney. It was fun. Disney was great. Disney was so fantastic about it. They gave yeah. us our money right back like it was no big deal. So we came back home. We came back home. Was home for two days. And then, uh, and then I had to go to Alabama. So, at first, it was like, well, I'll just go to Alabama by myself, then I'll come back. But um, Chia was feeling like, well, this com- this vacation's a complete wash. Like, yeah. I had 12 days off, and all, all I've done is killed it. my dog and watched my kid puke. Like, yeah. we didn't get to do anything I wanted to do. And uh, so, I was like, well, just come with me. I was like, if you want to, just come with me to Alabama. So, me, her, and the kids, we pack up. <laughs> On a su- no Saturday. camper this time. No then. camper this time. Saturday morning we pack up and we drive six hours to Alabama. It's about six and a half, six six and a half hours yeah. to Alabama. And uh, they stayed the night in the hotel. We got there, we ate, you know, we got some lunch. We went to the hotel, hung out, and they stayed there the, um, that night. And then they just came back home the next day. But luckily, uh, Dusty said, "We'll do the shows, and then Monday, if you want." you can come back with me to Nashville and then Chia can pick you up there and save her a four hour drive. So that was great. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> Chia and the kids stay that night. The next day they head back home. I do the two shows Saturday with Dusty. We do some shows on Sunday and then Monday uh, is our last show. And it was great. Like it was mm-hmm. so, so much fun just hanging out with Dusty. And then I got to meet uh, his wife, Hannah and uh, she's, she's wonderful. They're just like such, I just, I yeah, love them. I love them. Yeah. yeah, they're wonderful, wonderful people. It was like, they definitely make you feel like, oh, yeah, we've just been friends for a long time. And uh, and then Evan Burke was there. Evan uh, hosted the shows for us. He's one of Dusty's friends, has been his friend for a long time. Very funny comedian. Just, I believe he just moved back from L.A. Um, and he just got a place in Nashville. And Evan's, I, I mean, we really hit it off. I love that guy. He's he's wonderful. Um so we do the shows, then we go back to Nashville. Chia comes back to Nashville and picks me up, and then um, come home for a day. And then I've got on New Year's Eve, I had uh, a show at Gutty's, and it was um, like a last minute show. They 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 didn't really promote it. It was just kind of like somebody had to cancel, so they just threw the show up real quick, and I got to do some time on it. Now Gutty's closed their older location because um, just some stuff happened. They had to kind of move out of there. And they got, I mean, they were super blessed because this theater in Greenwood worked something out with them. And Gutty's Comedy Club is now in a theater. Yeah. It doubled the size that their audience can be. The stage is huge. It's fantastic. I mean, I love it. Mm-hmm. Like, I wasn't really sure what to feel whenever I went there because it was kind of like, well, this isn't really, this doesn't feel like Gutty's. Yeah. But then the moment that I went out on stage, and I, I, I'm very confident saying, I mean, I, I really, I killed. Yeah. I mean, I had a great show. 
And I mean, I did every night with Dusty too. Like it was just a great way to end the year. Just mm-hmm. some of the best show, definitely the best shows, the yeah. best shows I've ever had. Like that Monday night show with Dusty was the best show I ever had. And then that show with Gutties was just like neck and neck with how good it was. Because the audience that showed up for Gutties was so into it. Mm-hmm. Like just a great audience. And I think I did 30 minutes and just like nonstop mm-hmm. the whole time. Loved it. So go check out Gutty's new location, Grid One Indiana. It's fantastic. I'm excited. Super, super excited for that. So that kind of catches up with like what's been going yeah. on, you know. Um I'm hoping that this year I get to do some more shows with Dusty. Hopefully no more quarantine. Hopefully no more quarantine. We had a, we had a little over a week there of complete quarantine. I had to work still. But I wasn't sick. My mom tested positive for COVID. This was uh, like the beginning of December, end of November. Mm-hmm. She tested positive for COVID. And then Jake had um, COVID symptoms. He never got tested. But I quarantined my mom upstairs and Jake to the bedroom. And yeah. the kids had to fend for themselves in the living room. <laughs> well, I was going to go get tested. And we did the virtual thing with my yeah. doctor. And they were like, well, if you've already been in quarantine for this long... You're almost out of it anyways. Yeah. They were like, you can go get tested if you want. But they were like, they were kind of basically being like, just stay home. You're fine. Like, yeah. His symptoms weren't that severe. He was just very, very lethargic. Very yeah. Tired. I've never, like, more tired than I've ever been. It was crazy how tired I was. But my mom's symptoms were pretty And super pretty achy. Rough. Yeah. I was just real tired and just really achy and just not. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Luckily, I didn't get it nearly as bad as some people. I had a cousin that was on a ventilator for a couple of weeks and stuff and luckily now he's off and he's he's in rehab and he's he's you know starting to walk yeah. again and stuff that's scary it that's is. scary stuff man we're still uh it's still kind of sketchy at the hospital we had some pretty good days here the last few days but depending on how much traveling people just did for christmas right yeah and new up, years and now there's a new strain so yeah. Ugh. <laughs> all right let's quit talking about that um it's not a laugh thing yeah yeah so that's kind of what's been going on, and then um, as of right now, I, I I have a couple shows coming up. Um, not a lot, but I do have a couple, which is you know, hey, I'm super excited about that. You know what? A lot of people aren't able to do anything right now. Unfortunately, I feel bad mm-hmm. for them. But so on the on January fifteenth, I'm actually going to be back at Gutty's. I'm going to host a show for a guy named Clint Hall. Clint Hall's very funny. He's from Louisville. He's a friend of mine. I really like him. I'm 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 very excited to be on this show. So I'm gonna be just hosting the show for them on the fifteenth at their new location. Uh, and then on February sixteenth, I'm gonna be at Smokestack Brew House in Mishawaka, Indiana. Uh, I'll be there with Andy Beningo. And uh, you've heard me talk about Andy before. Andy's so funny. If you've not seen him, check out his dry bar comedy special. Um and he's just one of the nicest guys. He makes me... Andy Bedingo loves hockey. And he makes me want to like hockey mm-hmm. just to talk to him about it. Because he really... He's, he's, into, he's a great guy. And then on February 18th, I will be in Evansville, Indiana at Carson's Brewery um, doing a show there. So as of right now, that's all I really have uh, coming up soon. So more you know, more shows will be posted and, and, and we'll have stuff going on. And if you're curious about what's going on, uh, easiest way to find out is just go to jakerubel.com or uh, you can just Jake Rubel on Facebook. That's probably the easiest is Jake Rubel on Facebook. I have to date that more than anything. So 
we kind of are caught up with things. Now we're at 2021. 2021. What was your biggest regret about last year? Ooh, biggest regret. Um, I don't know what it would be. I know what your biggest regret is. What? You didn't finish your reading challenge. Oh, I didn't. I do I think that so that was. Close. I do think that's the thing so, that you were the most upset about. At the I end was of the year. because I, we kind of roll with the punches. So, I think as far as time together as a family, uh, finances, we did really good. Our mental health, I think, kind of waxed and waned a little bit. I worry about the kids more than anything. Uh, they've been out of school for quite some time. Supposed to go back tomorrow and. Uh, we're fifty fifty. Literally, we I have to call a school in the morning. We still have not made a decision. It's it's really hard to be a parent. Regardless, now it's even harder because you, you just you want what's best for your kid, but you also want what's safest. Yeah, what's safest, and yeah. they really want to go to school, but their school, you know, the county that their school's in is is really bad right now with cases, and mm-hmm. I just feel like we're almost there. Mm-hmm. I don't want to chance it. It's like we're right to the point where the vaccine's coming out, and, and hopefully, you know, we're going to start seeing a huge drop in numbers, but, man, I just, I, you know, it yeah. just, I don't know. But you see how it affects the kids, too. The older two, it's not as, as predominant, but our youngest, he's very emotional lately, yeah. and I know it's just really getting to him, not having his friends and not having that social interaction that he's used to. Well, and just having that that outlet. Mm-hmm. Like, he's got to keep everything bottled up. Because he can't just... He's got that recess time with his friends where he can yeah. just go completely wild and crazy. Right. And he can't really do that here. Because yeah. if he does, then we're like, hey, man, chill out. Or his brother and sister are like, you're being yeah. annoying. They all or, start fighting. And yeah, stuff. and yeah. it's I, I feel so bad for him. I, I want... So that's, yeah, it's weird. It's like we, one minute we're like, well, they it's smarter if they just don't go. And then the next minute we're like, but they really want to go. Mm-hmm. So And we're not like saying, oh, they should go because they, like, we're not just wanting to do things that our kids want to do because we give in. Like, we no. see how it affects them. Yeah, so. it's like, it's, I, they just, oh. they need that time. Mm-hmm. We have uh, some great friends that um, have actually just recently came and picked the kids up one at a time mm-hmm. to stay the night at their house with, with their kid to just give them at least some of that, you know, interaction with somebody other than their immediate family. That was a blessing. That mm-hmm. was huge. Yeah. But still, I don't know. It's just such a hard decision to make. I don't, I don't know. And as of right now, they're not going. Mm-hmm. But I feel like if the school gives us even a little bit of a push back, we'll just be like, okay, fine. Yeah, we'll try it again. Yeah, but but last, last time, semester. what that's the problem is last time I made a phone call whenever things were getting bad. I made a phone call and was just like, "Look, their mom works in the hospital. Their grandmother lives with us, and she works in a nursing home. They're the highest risk people out there. Mm-hmm. I'm worried that they're going to come home with COVID, give it to the kids. The kids are going to bring it in and spread it through the school. Yeah." And I said, I'm not really working right now. I'm home. I can sit with the kids and do schoolwork with them. Mm -hmm. And they're like, well, we just don't really have the setup for that, so we just don't think it's a great idea. And then the next week... Oh, sorry, I'm breaking things. I was like, what are you doing? And then the next week, Kim tested positive for COVID. COVID. Yeah. So then they all had to stay home. And it's like, 
You know, I exactly knew this was going to happen. Yeah. yeah. But whatever. I mean, right. it is it, it is oh, what it is. One thing I started doing that I haven't been into since I started, not just nursing school, since I started school, was I used to love to read just for enjoyment. And I every time I would try to read while I was in school, I'd be like, oh, this is exhausting because I have to read anyways for an assignment. So I hadn't really read forever. And we have the Goodreads app, and we always put a goal so, past few years, I've tried to set a goal. Hasn't worked out. So, this year, my goal was 15 books. Mm-hmm. And I made it to 12. So, 2021, my goal is 15. You were close. Um, I, I don't want to blame a book in particular, but I did get stumped. So, last time I talked to you guys, I was still reading Dracula and Lord of the Rings. I'm still reading Dracula on uh, my phone. Uh, it's an e-book. And I'm... I'm over halfway through, so I, I feel like I'll finish it pretty soon. The other book, Lord of the Rings, The Fellowship. I read The Hobbit in nine days, and I was so excited and ready to read more about Middle-earth. So I picked up Lord of the Rings, and I have heard people multiple times joke about, oh, it's just a bunch of walking. The first half of that book... is literally just walking. All they do is walk. <laughs> they walk, and they end up saying that some guy's house and they talk with him and his wife and it's neat and then they get up the next day and they walk and then they lean up against the tree and take a nap and then they get up and they walk and this is literally like the first half of the book and you're like i'm gonna pull my hair out the second half went very fast i got through the second half in just a couple of days um i worked new year's eve and i thought oh man i had like 70 pages left and i didn't think i was gonna finish it turned out to be a very slow night at work. So I had five hours before midnight. Every chance I got, I was reading it. You know, if a patient needed a water, I would get them a water. And then I would read it walking down the hall. Put my book out in the <laughs> hallway. Go give them the water. See if they need anything else. Come out. Sanitize my hands. Pick up my book. Walk back up to the nurse station reading it. And I got done with that book at 11.53 on December 31st. Congratulations. So, That's so awesome. I was so happy. It's funny how we're not competitive people except for weird things. Yes. Like when it comes to reading, yeah. we are competitive. Mm-hmm. Like we, I, she wants to read more books than me and I want to read it's more books than It's never going to happen either. I, he, you're a faster reader than me. Well, I pulled up. So I started... We started, I, or at least I did, in 2017 is whenever I started wanting to do a yearly reading challenge. Let's see what mine is. And I decided that I wanted to read five books. And I did. In, in 2017, I read, I read The Gunslinger by Stephen King, Hondo by Louis L'Amour, American Gods by Neil Gaiman, Mountain Man by Keith C. Blackmore, and Robertson Crusoe. I read those books in 2017. Where'd you go for that? You can look up uh, right here. If you go to more down at the corner, oh, and then click on uh, your challenges and then past challenges. So then okay. in 2018, I was like, let's let's up it. So I did 20 books in 2018, and then I've met that. So then I was like, well, I'll do 30, and I met that. So 2018, I read 32 books. Wow. My goal was 30. Have mine on here. Maybe that was the first year I did it. Maybe yeah. So. Uh, I'm not going to say like all of them, but I'm just going to throw some out. These are some of the books that I read in 2018 uh, that I really liked. So I read The Last American Vampire, which was Amer- which was uh, the Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter, number yeah. two. Great book. Uh, well-fed, 
which was a Mountain Man series by Keith C. Blackmore. Keith C. Blackmore is a great author that a lot of people don't know about. Mm-hmm. If you like zombie movie or zombie books and stuff, it's a really really good one. Um, and then I read, uh, I started reading the Dresden Files in 2018. So I read the first two books. I read one, two, three, four. I read all the Harry Potter books in 2018. How can you, like, once you start on them, though, I know, like... yeah, they went so fast. Uh, True Grit, I read in 2018. That was a really good one. Um, Meg. Yeah. The movie, the, the movie's based off this. Yeah, that was a really fun one. Um, oh, I didn't realize I read these. I read the Thrawn trilogy in 2018. Oh. Yeah, Star Wars. Those are the best Star Wars books I've ever read. They were so good. And I read Ender's Game. Mm. One and two. I read Slaughterhouse Five. I read White That's Fang. What I, need to read. I read The Dead Zone, Salem's Lot, Slaughterhouse. Oh, I said Slaughterhouse Five. <laughs> Ready Player mm-hmm. One, of course. That's when you first read it. That's no. Oh, I, I first read. Yeah, it. I first read it the, the year it came out. I think The Drawing of Three, which was the second uh, Stephen King book, uh, or not Stephen King book, but the uh, the Gunslinger series or the Dark Tower series. Uh, so those were some of those. And then 2019, I had a reading challenge of 30. Mm-hmm. I read seven. I don't know what happened in 2019. I was in school. I did uh, Doug Stanhope's uh, book, This Is Not Fame. I read Joe Hill's Heart Shaped Box, which was so good. Joe Hill is actually Stephen King's son. That was a great book. I read Steve Martin's book, Born Standing Up. I read Fahrenheit 451. I read Self-Reliance and Other Essays by Ralph Waldo Emerson. I read another mountain book, Mountain Man book by Keith C. Blackmore. And I read uh, an alien book. Nice. I feel like I read more than that. I just don't think I, I programmed them. Because oh. I'm positive that I read more than that in 2019. I don't know. That was a pretty crazy year It was. And then uh, last year, just a couple highlights. So I read 23 out of 30. I didn't get my 30. Oh, you didn't. Nope. I reread Ready Player One. Um... I read a lot of Walking Dead. Oh, yeah. The Walking Dead books. I read a lot of those. I read Pete Holmes' uh, book, Comedy, Sex, God. I re- I reread Born Standing Up because uh, it was just very, very good. So those, And then I had like 10 other ones that I was also reading. Mm-hmm. So that was just kind of like a highlight. This, I'm, I'm doing it. I'm hitting 30 again this year. I'm hitting 15. This is ridiculous. Sure. I'm hitting 30. I'm going to do it. I'd like it. to go past that, but... Uh... Past years have proved that I'm I'm not that great at it. So, I I have reading challenges within my reading challenge. Though I want to finish the Lord of the Rings. Yeah, so, I do too. Because I, I I read the Hobbit, but that's read it. The first one. I nope, just the Hobbit. It's so hard one. to get there. So for some reason we had the first and the third. But I'm used to reading Stephen not, King books. Yeah. So I don't know. So uh, I'm waiting on the second to come in the mail. As soon as it comes in, I'll start on that. I want to read those. Um, I've talked before about the Wizard of Oz books, how that has always been a goal to finish. I have three more books in that series till I'm done. I want to finish those. And I want to read um, the Harry Potter books to the kids. I started uh, the first one The yeah. first one with the kids. and um, They seem to really enjoy they do. it. So I need to be just more diligent about sitting down. That's good. I them. hate reading to kids. I don't know. Other people talk about reading to their kids all the time. Like it's this great magical time. They're liars. Our kids like they're they're freaking talk liars. Over us, ask questions. Won't sit still. Won't sit still. But then why do people make parenting seem to. so magical and wonderful know. and amazing? I don't know. It's not fun. I really don't know. Oh, I'm sure it's rewarding in the end. 
Like, I, I know people who talk about reading to their kids all the time. I'm like, I've literally tried to read to our kids since so they were many, babies. Yeah. And I do read to them, but it's like, after a while, I'm like, I, I've read a paragraph. And you yeah. have so many questions about this one paragraph. It's funny because we start off, like, with this, especially Chia. Chia's <laughs> way worse about this than I am. She starts off like... Oh, I'm just going to sit down and I'm going to read this book to my babies. And I just want to spend more time with my babies. And I love my I babies do. so much. I and I just want to read to them. And I just want to look at their little faces as they just gather the information that I'm just giving them. And, and it's a it's a bonding experience. We're going to look back on it. And it's going to be beautiful. And then she walks out of the room. And then an hour later, she comes in here and her hair is all crazy. And she's screaming. And she's just like, I hate your children. <laughs> I don't say she's that. She's like, I, they are I the worst kids. That. I don't say I'm gonna that. Catch them on fire in their I don't sleep. Say that. You're crazy. I just say the kids are driving me crazy. You don't just say that. Yes, I do. No, you say lots of horrible I stuff. I don't stop. I'm just kidding. You're but, so mean. I don't say that. No, but you do. Like it's hilarious to transition that. It does place. wear me out because I I go in with certain expectations, and they're eight, ten, eleven now, and I'm like. All right, we're finally to the point to where maybe, like, we'll just cuddle and read together, and then that doesn't happen. I feel like if you have one kid. Probably. Or if even you have two. one, yeah. But three, you just can't do it. Yeah. Maybe we should, maybe that's what we should do. Why don't we do this? Why don't we choose. Which kid to love? Which kid to love. And then just let the other two figure out their life. <laughs> Is that what you were going to say? All right, say which one you want to do on the count of three. Okay, okay. I'm going to count of three. All right. One, two, three. Me. None of them. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Oh, that's a good time. <laughs> Oh man! I no, I was going I to say I was like an option. I was going to say maybe like you read to Jasmine one night, and I read to the boys, and we'll switch back and forth or something. We probably should. I feel like that like, would probably co-parent. be better. Yeah, but I don't want to do it. I'll do it on my own then. I'm just kidding. You I could do, do that. I'll, I really want to read Chronicles of Narnia to the kids. All right. Well, why don't we do this? Why don't I read Harry Potter to Jasmine? You read Chronicles of Narnia, Narnia to the boys, and then when we're done, we'll switch. Books or kids? Kids. And then what do I read to Jasmine? Chronicles of Narnia? Yeah. I have to read that book twice? Or do you want to read Harry Potter to the boys? I don't know. We'll figure it out. Maybe I'll, I'll read, like, Salem's Lot to Jasmine. Something, yeah. <laughs> Salem's Lot is a Stephen King book about <laughs> vampires. I'm not reading that to her. I think she'd like it. Probably. All right, good night. <laughs> good night, princess. <laughs> uh, one thing that I loved about 2020, the probably one of the things that I love the most about it, other than my comedy... Uh, was us getting into gaming, mm-hmm. board games. Yes. We've always loved playing games, but not like we did last year. I've always wanted to get into, like, Dungeons & Dragons and, like, just hardcore board games that, mm-hmm. like, a lot of people just don't even know about or play. And we started with a very limited collection, and now we I have know. a great... Yeah, we have a great collection. Let's, I mean, we just got two new games in the mail, and I'm ordering more this week. Let's go over some of them. All right, so some... Okay, so, yeah, let's talk about some of our favorite games all that right. we played in 2020. So, obviously, you all know we make don't, a lot of goals that... Don't we, turn your head Oh, when you talk. We make a lot of goals that um we don't fall through with, so yeah. one of our goals this year is to try to podcast every Sunday and play a board game together, and then on Saturdays I want to game with the kids. So we started off right, this yep. is the first Sunday, we're doing our podcast, and we played Vault, Vault of, of Dragons. Dragons. 
a game of fierce conflicts and hidden treasures. So it's a Dungeons and Dragons board game. And, um, okay, yeah, so it takes about 90 minutes to play. You can I'd play with two yeah. to four people. It probably took. Yeah. I think we could, less. Yeah, I think we could, we could get it quicker next time because we were mm-hmm. kind of learning. Uh, definitely a learning curve. I actually curve. think it'll take us longer next time because we didn't like battle That's each other. That's true. And stuff. Yeah, yeah. Once we get into so it, we were kind of like so, nice and we didn't fight as much. For of course, I won. You yeah. need to write that down. <laughs> I did need to write it down. Yeah, we need a new, a new uh, scorecard. Yeah. So uh, it was very fun. I mean, it was definitely a fun game. Uh, learning curve to it. If you're not used to playing hardcore games, there was a learning curve to it. Yeah. So that was the game that we just played. The game that we'll, we, uh, the other new game that we got was uh, Wonder Woman: Challenge of the Amazons, and uh, I got that one for Chia. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm excited to play it as well. It looks really fun. It looks like it's going to be a challenge as well. But it's by uh, uh, Ravensburger is who the company that makes it, mm-hmm. and they make some of our favorite games. So we really, really enjoy uh, what they put out. So. Uh, next week, we're going to try to play a game we've never played that we've had on our shelf for a while, Jaws, which yes. is my favorite movie. So that's that's also Ravensburger. It's supposed to be really, really fun. Uh, probably, what, what would you say your favorite game? So my favorite game that we have played definitely this year has been Villainous. Oh, really? Um, okay. So Villainous is a Disney game. The first... Let's see, the starter pack, how many does it play? Oh, pr- either four or six. I want to say four. No, it's, it's, it's six. F- it's six. six. And okay. then each additional expansion has four. Three. Three, three, yes. Yeah. So um, we oh, have... We got two expansions so far. Yeah, I think there's two left to get. Yeah, and it's fun. I mean, you yeah. play as a villain, a Disney villain, so you can you can be... You know, like uh, Hades, I've played as Hades before. I've played as Prince John before. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's a lot of different I'm Maleficent. There's a, you could, I mean, any of the Disney villains, pretty much, they're coming out yeah. with. And there's a new uh, expansion, actually, where you can play as Marvel villains. Yeah. But I didn't really care for the villains. So they, yeah. I, just, I don't know. Uh, what I like about Villainous is, so a lot of these games, especially the one we just played, the uh, Volta Dragons game, we'll have to watch gameplay because we'll read the instructions and then watch gameplay because it takes a minute to kind of uh, get it. Get it. <laughs> get it. Get it. Villainous, though, the way you start is you buy the... That's going to be one of the next ones I buy, by the way. The, the starter pack. And right away it says you're going to play as these two people. Yeah. And then step-by-step step tells you how to play your first few rounds. Right. So I feel like we caught on to that one much faster. We had to watch some gameplay, but no, not no, like we no, no, no. That. We had a we that we started that game four times. Remember? Did we? Yeah, that was the one that we would play. Oh. We got halfway through and it was like, we're not doing this right, and had to start over. Anyways, so that's that I was your so it. that was your favorite. Actually, no, because I just looked down and I seen a different one. So that's my second favorite. What's your favorite? My favorite is uh, Star Realms. Star Realms is your yes. favorite. So, uh, Star Realms is. Star Realms is my favorite one to play, but Betrayal at House on the Hill yeah. is probably my favorite game we own. Yeah. I know that's weird, but so here's I the like, difference. I like here's the, the, difference. the um, whole concept of Betrayal. Yeah, here's the difference. Star Realms is 
so so fun. Mm-hmm. It's it's compact. It's a card game. It's very small. It's easy to take with us if we travel. Uh, it doesn't take up a lot of room on the table or anything, and you could just jump into it and play it in like thirty minutes or or, or less. Very fun game. I love Star Realms. As a matter of fact, whenever we're done with this podcast, let's play a game of Star okay. Realms. Love it. Uh, Betrayal at House on the Hill is a lot more intense. I mean, there's a lot going on in that game, and it takes it takes you a while. There's a learning curve there. But it is... that If you're wanting a good story whenever you're playing, that's the one to go with. It's That one's super fun. Um, so, yeah. And then the, we have, like, Planet of the Apes board game we've, we've not played. So we it's very a, intimidating. Yes. Very intimidating. And we've watched gameplay on that. And, and they on... told us on the gameplay, they're like, this is one of the hardest board games to play. And I was like, let's leave that one up for a couple <laughs> years. And then um, we have some easier games that we'll play with the kids. Like, Skippo. Skippo is one of my favorite games to yeah. just get out with the kids and Uno, play Uno. Yeah. Phase 10. Fa- oh. We yeah. started playing Phase 10 this year, and we... Yeah, love it. Sequence. Our, our go-to game is Sequence. Yeah, that's our favorite like game that we play a lot. Me. We have a lot of favorite games. Um, <laughs> Smash Up. Smash Up that's is really fun. That's a good game to play with your kids. Yeah. Um, it, now, here's something weird that I never really thought I'd ever do. Uh, I bought a couple of single-player board mm-hmm. games, and I never, I didn't think I'd really get into that, but I don't know. There was just... With Chia working, there was times that I just really want to play a board game, and... Um, she wasn't here. So I bought a game called Friday that is really, really fun. It's like, it, I mean, it's like playing solitaire, but like mm-hmm. different. It, it's just really, really fun. So if you're kind of into that, and you can message us if you have any questions about any of these games or where to get them, or if you're thinking about starting to play some games and, and want to know really where to start, just let me know. Uh, mm-hmm. Again, you Facebook's the best place. So if you go to Facebook, look up Jake Rubel's Blessed Ones on Facebook. And it's a group. Uh, join the group, and you can ask questions there and follow the podcast there. Uh, it's a great group. We got some good people in there. People are always posting stuff, posting funny stuff, um, commenting. It's where we always drop our merch for the first time. And yeah, one uh, one game we got to get my friend Kelsey recommended, and I really want to get it. It's mm. called uh, One Night Ultimate Werewolf. Isn't that on sale right now? No, that one's not. A different werewolf one is. Oh, okay. Um, so that's another thing I do is I get, uh, we get a lot of them on Amazon, but if we can't, if we can go to a local shop, we love doing that. We actually, whenever we were in Nashville, we stopped in a local shop and mm-hmm. bought a couple games. Here oh, in... I forgot about that. We have Tiny Epics. That's another new game we have. Oh yeah. Um, um what was it? I mean, it's not that expensive. One Night Ultimate Werewolf. It's twenty three fifty right now on Amazon. It's prime. Well, but, what I'll um, do is I'll put. Where do we go? Where do we go? So well, we the game preserve in Bloomington. Preserve, this is where yeah. we, but there's another place in Bloomington that I didn't even know about that I'm gonna go check out. Mm-hmm. It's over on the east side off Pete Ellis. Okay. But game preserves moving to where they're gonna be right outside of College Mall now. Yeah. Which is nice because then the two game shops would be pretty close to each other, yeah. so it'll work out good for us. Oh, we started playing Magic the Gathering. Oh, you know, yeah. which is fun, but we're just not too into like the card collecting. And I think that's where it kind of stopped us. I think if we really got into it, you know. I think there's more to learn. The, yeah. Um, I played Pokemon for the first time mm-hmm. with a couple of my friends and liked it. I don't like the Pokemon characters. They're just really kiddish and stuff like that. But the play mm-hmm. of Pokemon was really cool. I was yeah. surprised because I, I was just like, oh, I thought I'd hate this. Because I just don't like Pokemon at all. There's nothing about Pokemon that like intrigues me. Mm-hmm. But the gameplay was super fun. I wish there was a game that was... Are cats fighting? 
Uh, probably. Yeah, our cats that we have. <laughs> we'll tell you about that in a minute. In a minute, man. We've been going for an hour. Uh, anyways, yeah. So, if you have any questions about games or anything, we love gaming. We started a YouTube channel uh, that's just let's. It's called Let's Play Games. We didn't really do a whole lot with it. We did a couple of different... Uh, Villainous is actually on there. If you're curious about Villainous, check the, check out uh, on YouTube, Let's Play Games. And uh, we do a thing with that. What other games did we do? We did Villainous. Uh, we did Betrayal at House on the Hill. Uh, and I feel like we did one other game. Maybe one other. I can't remember what oh, it was. Horror. It might have been Horrified. Maybe. Ooh, Horrified's a good game. Yeah. Anyways, uh, yeah, if you're... Check out our YouTube, Let's Play. I think we might try to do more with that this year, too. Um, but you know, we got a lot of, uh, our irons in the fire, you know? So, speaking of animals, though, so we still have three dogs, but we also got two cats, and mm-hmm. I'm not a cat person, so they were supposed to be outside cats, and now they live in my well, room. I'm not a cat person either, but I'm an animal person. It got really cold outside, I was sick of seeing the cats looking upset and sad, and freezing, so I brought them in the house. I, and, you know, and they're fine. It's not, a, it's not, they're not that big of a deal. One of them is a kitten, a kitten, a kitten, a kitten, like real small, like a baby, like a little, just a little baby girl. And then the other one uh, hates her. So yeah, kittens, we got some cats. So I think that's it. I want to play Star Room. So I think we're going to wrap this up. So uh, first podcast, 2021, we did it. We'll be back next yeah. Sunday night. Uh, so these episodes should drop every Monday. I don't know. They used to go come go down every Wednesday. Well, we're going to try for every Monday this year. And we'll, you know, it's a new season, season two. Welcome to season two. <laughs> Welcome to season two of the podcast. So thank you for everything you guys have been doing. If you uh, if you are interested, you can check out our Patreon, kind of help us out. That's really loud. You can kind of uh, help us out, you know, buying more games on Patreon. It's uh, just patreon.com slash laugh and be blessed. And there's some uh, different tiers there. Check that out. But, you know, social media, that's the best thing, is just check us out on social media. You can, check, you can find us anywhere at Indiana Ruble, uh, or just go to Facebook. What are you doing? Stop I'm touching stuff. I'm playing with stuff. Go to Facebook and Jake Ruble's Blessed Ones. Thank you very much. I'm going to go before Cheetah <laughs> completely drives me nuts. Thank you, guys. <laughs> and let 2021 give you lots of laughter, mm-hmm. lots of blessings. Yep. Because life is all about being able to laugh and be blessed.